0: Welcome to the Legendary Leaders Podcast, making legendary leaders with your host, Katrina Jameson, where we focus on business, leadership, and life. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Legendary Leaders. This is Katrina Jameson. Today's topic is focused on solving problems, not just calling them out. Now, where am I coming from with this? Well, you'll see. Throughout various businesses, and if you've worked in any corporate environment like I have, you will notice that people become extremely good at pointing out what I would call the obvious right pointing out the obvious problem, oh, well, the customer wasn't happy with that, man, our our wait times could be better, oh wow, our product could look a little bit better, you know, and, and it's like yes, absolutely, you're right, but how are we going to fix that? That's the biggest challenge. Um, You know, whenever I used to work in a retail environment and we would have to go around and look at different displays and and the way in which merchandise was was put out there for the customer, you know, you could easily walk through that space and, and say, yes, that looks great or no, it looks like crap. And so it didn't take a genius to do that. But everyone wanted to walk around and give their opinion on what it looked like. But very few people wanted to talk through how to fix it and permanently solve the problem. And what I'm going to challenge you to be today and to do is to be the leader that doesn't just point out the obvious, be the leader that actually helps your team or your business. If there's, if it's just you and maybe one other person or primarily you don't be the leader that just says, Hey, I see this problem. Be the leader that not only identifies the problem, but actually takes action. And that actually goes with the air squared framework, if you think about it. So I've done you know, a podcast around the air squared framework. It's definitely um, you know, my signature problem solving methodology. And if you think about the air squared framework, the R squared is resolution squared. And the first resolution is a short term fix that we put into place immediately. And so even the air squared framework forces you to not just do the I, which is identify the problem. But it forces you to do the R and there's two R's. One short term resolution. You do it today. The second R is long term resolution that you do, you know, within four weeks because that long term resolution takes you time to fully develop. It may require additional headcount. It may require IS resources. It requires some additional support of some kind that you can't put into place. But the point is that you're solving the problem. Okay. now. What happens if we are the leader and we have you know, several direct reports and we just call out the obvious? Well, the question I would have for you is, does your team know how to solve problems or through the behavior you're modeling? Do they just simply follow your lead and say, yep, I see that. And they just keep walking past it. That's what I want you to be very careful of. I've seen several leaders over my career that have become very good at identifying problems, but not the resolution. And then nothing gets fixed. That becomes a very dangerous situation because our business has to continue to grow and move forward and we have to become better and better and better. We cannot allow our competitors to outpace us and become better while we're sitting there just calling out, you know, all of the problems in the world, but not doing anything to make them better. Remember, and I will say this always, you establish your business to solve a problem for someone. That's what your business exists to do. You are solving a problem that someone has. OK, so inherently you exist to solve problems. Do not get in a rut or do not feel like it's yours. It's yours to, to pass on. Don't feel like it's not yours to own. Don't feel like, you know, certain problems are maybe beneath you. I'm not saying that you do, but I'm just calling out all the things that I've heard. Um, don't assume that your team's going to pick that up or that they know how to fix it. Don't assume that all the things that you're identifying right now are things that can wait to be fixed. Okay, all of those things can be dangerous. Ultimately, if we are identifying problems in our business, but we are not making sure they are getting resolved, we will start to lose ground with our customer. Okay, we're we're either moving forward and getting better or. Or we're sliding backwards, right? There's really no steady state when it comes to business and productivity and and good service, right? We're either striving to get to the next level or we have stopped pushing forward and therefore we're sliding backwards. And you can't afford to slide backwards. So I want you to do a gut check for me. I want you to sit down and think about your business right now. I want you to do a quick assessment. And if you're not sure, go back and listen to the Air Squared Framework podcast. Listen to what that sounds like. Um, You know, follow the AirSquared framework. You've got to assess your business. You have to identify problems. Problems exist in every business. Some are bigger than others, but yet they still exist. Problems are problems and we have to fix them in order to improve our business. Okay, it's just what we're here for. We're always going to be pushing to make our business better. So identify them. All right. Then you're going to put resolutions in place. And that is the key. Don't just point your finger and say, oh, my gosh, look, that looks horrible. Don't just do that. All right. Wow. That looks horrible. What are we going to do about it? Okay. And so if you have a team around you that you want to be solving the problems and they're great at identifying, make sure that you're asking the questions. Great, Love the fact that you saw that. Love the fact that you picked up on that feedback from the customer. What are we going to do about it? What is your plan to fix it? Be very direct and ask that question. If they don't know, well, see, now the problem wasn't going to get fixed. So guide them down the path of of your expectations of them solving the problem. Give them some suggestions if you have suggestions. All right, you yourself be part of the solution, helping them problem solve, right? But if they come to you and they're like, oh my gosh, that looks horrible. Okay, well, what are you going to do about it? Okay, well, here's what I was thinking. And they have a plan, then you appreciate and celebrate the plan. Even if the plan isn't perfect, they came with something. That's exactly what you want to see. That is the behavior you want to see out of your team. And that's the behavior that you want to be modeling. So I call all of that out. And some of this to all of you will be like, whatever, Katrina, I do this all the time. I'm good. And you know what? That is awesome. And I'm proud of you for being that way. Okay? but there are times that we can all become complacent or feel like the team has it or whatever the case may be. And I would tell you that, you know, sometimes if we take our eye off of problem solving, the problems creep in and no one owns them. You know, it's sort of like that old saying, you know, if you have five people and you tell them how to feed the dog, the dog's going to starve because everybody assumes that the other person's going to do it, right? So we have to specifically assign responsibility amongst our team and even to ourselves. Who's responsible for what? So. If you've got a, if you've got a problem, right, you've got a part of the business that needs to be owned, you know, and that's the, it's the dog. Who owns the dog? Who owns feeding the dog? And what's the rotation of ownership or, you know, what does that look like? Make sure that people are very clear as to not only who's supposed to identify the problem, but who is supposed to fix the problem. Model that behavior. Ask the right questions. Sit down today and understand. Have you done a gut check recently and looked at your business to identify any of the gaps that may exist? Again, go back and listen to the AirSquared framework. It'll walk you through it, um, but apply that. Continue to identify gaps in your business. It will only make you stronger. It will only make your business better, and the customers will always vote with their money. That's just how they, that's just how they vote, right? That's how we vote for the companies that we prefer, and so they're going to vote with their money, and you want their vote to go to you, and the way that that happens is you continuously improving in your business, not just identifying the gaps, but actually solving for them.